Hey there. This is Rachel Lee. And Robin May. And this is The Problem with Perfect, the podcast for people who want to be freed from the joy-sucking, energy-taking, and judgment-clouding quest of perfectionism. We'll be sharing our own struggles and interviewing experts on how to be authentically imperfect. Because let's be real, who wants to be around someone who's perfect anyway? Together, we can transform our thinking and let go of those thoughts that say we have to be it all and have it all to be worthy. So pull up a chair and have a seat. There's always a place for you at our table. Welcome back to another episode of The Problem with Perfect. We are live from Robin's Nest. What is happening? We are moving studios. No, we're not. It's fake news. <laughs> well, it's always a pleasure to have you here. Um, and next time, I'm sure we'll be back cozied up on your love seat. Oh, yes, I know. So no worries, friends. Um, so today, we have some great content for you. It is the start of a new year. And I don't know if you all have seen on social media, but it's kind of blowing up this idea of the word for the year. So essentially what it is, is you pick out one word that's going to represent your entire year, like a mantra or a theme. And so if you follow along with Robin on Robin May Ministries, you'll know that this is something that she's done for uh, last year. She posted about it. Um, And so today we're going to tell you all about the word for the year and why you need one for your 2020. And then if you stick around to the end of the episode, we have a special freebie just for you, just for listening, because we love you. (laughs) I love it. Yes. Who doesn't love something free? Everyone loves free things. Okay, Robin, I want to know what was your word for 2019? 2019, my word was breathe. Mm, everyone take a deep breath. <laughs> I know I need one. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. I was just saying to, to you, Rachel, that, gosh, I feel like I need to read you. Like, I feel like this whole idea of breathing is just something that is way more complex than we give it credit for. I know, which maybe we will give you a little insight on in a few episodes from now. But. Yeah. Yeah. Which sp- is spurred by my experience of thinking that just because, you know, we breathe naturally, like it's like saying just because we have ears, we listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we know that's not, th- that not true too. So, but yeah, in 2019, I picked the word breathe for a couple reasons. Okay. Um, coming out of Matthew's cancer experience, mm-hmm. I was achy a lot, like physically achy Mm -hmm. and struggling with my running. And I just kind of physically wasn't feeling right. And so I was going to visit the chiropractor. I was visiting a massage therapist and the same thing kept bubbling to the surface, which is Robin, you're not breathing. It's like, what do you mean? I'm not breathing. I'm I'm alive. Of course I'm breathing. But um, coming out of that experience where the stress was so high and my anxiety um, with Matthew's illness, um, and feeling like that elephant was sitting on my, my chest for months and months. Um, it became evident that I really wasn't using my diaphragm to breathe. I really was taking these short, shallow breaths. Mm. And so my, my word breathe was really born out of that, but then also taking a deeper look at what does it mean? What do I need to be able to breathe deeply like that. Mm-hmm. And it was really about letting go of the fear that had held my body so captive and so tense yeah. through 2017 and 2018. I feel like that's so introspective of you. And I like that you're just taking time to pause. And after going through through something so traumatic, just really think through trying to restore 
like your spiritual well-being. So I really like that word that you chose. Yeah. I think that choosing that word uh, was really great for me at the spot that I was at in my life. And, and also it's been really fun too, because now that I did that last year, everyone's like anxiously awaiting what's your year going to be, your word going to be for this year. Right. Uh And so, um, they're starting that process, which I think is just a testimony to how beneficial this can be, not just to my life, but in other people's lives as well. Mm -hmm. So that's why today on our show, we're going to talk about three reasons why you should choose a word for the year and why that will be beneficial. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm ready. So what's the first reason? The first reason is, is that choosing a word is so much better than choosing a resolution. Ooh, I (laughs) I agree with you because I feel like it's easier to stick with like a resolution. I want to work out more. I want to be nicer. All these things. It's like, okay, yes, but but it's just harder. Well, and I think it comes from a place of negativity, Right. Mm. So like, yeah, I know I need to, especially, you know, the first week of January, cut out the sugar and all the Mm -hmm. bad things that I've been eating. So it's like, I should eat better. Um, when you think about resolutions that you've had in the past, do they tend to repeat themselves? I couldn't even, yes. And I couldn't even say exactly what my resolution, I had one resolution (laughs) with my girlfriends where we all vowed not to go back to old boys for the year. And how'd that go last year? (laughs) It wasn't last year. It wasn't last year. I actually, I think only one of us made it through. Like all of us eventually ended up like kissing a boy we had kissed before. It was bad. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But But I have weird resolutions like that. But if I'm having like a serious resolution, I know don't follow through. Yeah. It's really hard. Well, and so, and then every year I'm like, I'm going to do better this year with it, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And mine typically is like, okay, I'm going to have more quality, quiet time in the morning. Right. I'm going to meditate. Oh my gosh. I made quarterly goals from last year at this time. And I was like going through them. I'm like, didn't do that. Didn't do that that didn't do that. Right. It's hard to stick with them. Right. And so there's something that about that whole idea that I should, 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 I should do this, should, mm-hmm. should, should. And I've said a hundred times, you know, when we should on ourselves, what does that yeah. feel like? Yeah. Right. So I think defeating, defeating it feels like crap. And so I love picking a word because it helps set a vision for the year, mm-hmm. um, without these should statements. Yeah. It's a way of like, adding instead of coming from that place of self-doubt or negativity. It's like, this is something that I'm speaking over my life. Right. And something that we talk about a lot on the, on the show is this idea of like constantly, um, rewiring our brain to think in a positive way, Mm -hmm. right. Instead of coming from a place of negativity, which is more natural for us all, Mm -hmm. but rewiring our brain to be in a positive. And so that's one of the things I think a resolution tends for me personally to end up being more negative because mm-hmm. it's about should mm-hmm. rather than a word, just creating some a vision for me for the year. Yes. I love that. So the second reason that I think choosing a word is so great is that it provides clarity. Yes, I completely agree. So my word of the year last year, I did have one uh-huh. inspired by you, Robin. <laughs> I even wrote in my journal. I was like, Oh, Robin Aww. does this. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. We are a year later. I know. So I had 
decided that I would do a word for the year. And my word of the year was focus because I feel like Mm. I'm very creative. And so that means that I can do a lot of different things and I like trying different things. So last year I was like, oh, I can do videography. I can do photography. I can do podcasting. I can do like strategic stuff with um, like marketing and things like this. I could do all these different things. But it was like, I was going a mile wide and an inch deep. And I really Mm. wanted to go, um, an inch wide and a mile deep just because when you end up doing everything, then you're not actually getting good at anything because you're doing everything. Absolutely. And so what I like about a word of the year is that it brought it, my word was focused, but it did bring a lot of focus to my life. And so even though I enjoyed doing all of those different things, I was like, okay, what actually do I really want to do? And what is important to me of where I want my life to go? And I, there were so many things I was doing that was kind of behind the scenes on mm-hmm. the technical creative side. And I really like being in front of the camera and doing stuff like that. And so, you know, Robin, yeah. this year I ended up uprooting my life and moving to a different city and really going after what I wanted. And now it's like, I feel like I'm living my dream life. I feel like I'm living my best life. Uh, when I pictured what I've always wanted, I feel like I have been given that. And I feel like it's nothing that I did. I feel like those are gifts that the Lord has given me, but you know, I'm living in my loft downtown and that's so fun. I have the dog I've always wanted, you know, I'm able to be on this podcast, which has been a huge blessing for me in my life. And I think that just at the start of the year, deciding that I was going to have a word for the year, um, it helped me decide what would be my yeses and what would be my no's. Mm, yeah. So I still get requests to do like photo shoots and things like that. And those are fun for me. I like to do them, but it's not really what I'm focused on. Right. And so I learned to say no and to not yeah. advertise that I do photo shoots anymore and things like that. Um, so no DMs about, Hey, Rachel, will you do a photo shoot for me? And sometimes <laughs> I do want to do that cause I need a little bit extra cash or something, yeah. but you know, for the most part, yeah. I'm not out here trying to do a million different things. I really want to focus in on this podcast and giving you guys the best content we can possibly give and, and working hard at my job and things like that and trying to really focus in yeah. on things. Well, what I heard you say in all of that was that you had to really stop and assess, okay, what are my long-term goals, mm-hmm. right? And then how do I step back in the next year? How do I, how, what do, how do I put a word to what, how, what can I do this year to help me achieve my long-term goals? Yeah. And so I think even like for your word, I mean, it's obvious how to do that with my word. My word was focus, right? Mm-hmm. But for your word where it was breathing, right? So it also works for your word and no matter what word you use, because it's like, okay, is this something that is going to help give me life and restore mm-hmm. me? Or is this giving me stress and anxiety? Like, does this help my word or does it hinder it? So that's why I really like it because it just allows you to decide, okay, I'm going to reduce the overwhelm. I have a million different things I could be doing, but this is going to be my yes. And this is going to be my no, because this is what I've decided over this year. Right. So if we can really honor that, right. And use that as, um, a way to say yes or no, I think it has the potential to really reduce our stress in our life. Oh yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Because we can't be everything to everyone at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we don't, I mean, I don't do it perfectly, but I feel like it has given me direction and 
actually putting into what I want in yeah. place. Giving you some boundaries. Yes. Boundaries. Ba- back good. to that. Yeah. And, and so I feel like that kind of flows in naturally to our third point of how a word of the year could be beneficial to you listener. And, um, that is just by, it gives you a lens in which to view your world. Absolutely. Yeah. And so like, um, when I think back to 2017 Mm -hmm. and I have said a hundred times that God has a sense of humor Mm -hmm. because guess what my word was for 2017? Well, I know what it was. (laughs) I can't guess. Well, it was joy. Mm -hmm. So in January of 2017, I decided purposefully that I had this amazing life, right? I had a great career. I had a great husband. My kids were doing well. So I had it all. I had this perfect life. And what I felt like was missing was like the opportunity to just sit back and enjoy what I had. So soaking it all in and not searching for the next thing, just really being present and joyful in the moment. Mm -hmm. So that was in January. And then in February, Matthew gets cancer. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it was constantly in the forefront because I made a I made a bookmark for my Bible. Yeah. I made it all pretty for the for the year. And so my Bible was in my purse with me wherever I went. And mm-hmm. yeah. So I would open it up and go, Oh, really? I'm supposed to like I'm supposed to find joy <laughs> I in have this. To find joy in this. Yeah. In this hell. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it was a great learning and, and to look at the end of the year and just go, Wow, you know what? There were some really hard moments, but we were able to find the joy. And do you feel like if you wouldn't have made that your word for the year, it would have been brought to the forefront of your mind as you're going through that intense suffering? Absolutely not. Like joy in that would not have been, would not have been the word that was coming to mind. In fact, I think it helped me stay positive instead of like having a pity party. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this is terrible. Like, you know, I can't believe it. You know, instead I would, you know, look at that word every morning and like a nurse would come in and she would have a smile on her face and Mm. she would be in a great mood or give us great care or we'd get, you know, I was able to find the good things in the day Mm -hmm. that brought me joy. Yeah. And I mean, that to me, that reason alone in that story alone is enough for me to want to find a word for the year. And I think that's why I ultimately decided to, uh, just because hearing that you went through the worst suffering any parent could go through and to having that have been a practical tool amongst others that helped you get through the experience, I think is so important because we never know, we can plan as much as we want, but we never know what a year is going to bring. It's going to bring a lot of joy, but a lot of sorrow most likely. And so to have something to just bring to the forefront of your mind to help you get through those really hard times and give you that perspective and that lens to view the things that you're going through, I think is really important. Yeah, I had a friend last year who um, she chose change as her word. Mm -hmm. And um, in the middle of March, she lost her job. Oh my gosh. Like (laughs) everyone beware of what we're doing. Nearly 20 years. Yeah. And so again, the irony in that, right? That this Ah, word was kind of laid on her heart. Yeah. And then as it unfolds, you're like, okay, well now I know why the word change was going to be so important. Yeah. Right. And being able to embrace that, like, Hey, look, I said in the beginning of the year that I was going to move towards change and little did I know. Yeah. You know, and and I think now, like nine months later, she would say that change has been an amazing thing for her. I like that as well, because even though it's really hard and like you're saying, 
And, and she's glad that it happened. So I was a little scared when you said that, but I'm like, you know what? Ultimately it's a good thing. And yeah. so hopefully now we've convinced you all that a word for the year is important. But if you're like me, you may be wondering, okay, great. But how do I choose it? Seems like a big thing to choose because it's over yeah. the entire year yeah. and you're just supposed to pick one. And so we have actually created a document for you that is going to help you decide what your word of the year should be. And it's a quick step-by-step guide that will uh, take what, 10 minutes to go through? And Yeah, it, it's quick, and, but it, it it's interesting because it's a simple task of choosing one word. That sounds simple, but yeah, you think about all the words and then suddenly it's like, oh, it's not so simple. It's a little daunting. Yeah. Um, and you do want the word to be meaningful and you want to sit with it, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's just a, four simple steps um, about choosing the word. And then the fifth step is really about, okay, I've chosen my word. Now, how do I make the most with that word? Oh, I love that. And so Robin created this herself. So way to go, Robin. We're so excited. <laughs> well, it's funny because someone started asking people started asking me in December, like, Hey, you know, you write about your word. Um, how would you, you know, help me pick a word? And I was like, uh, I got nothing. Yeah. So I really had to think about what is the process that I use to pick my word Uh and then share it. And what's great too, is, uh, you were saying before she created this for you guys, she had a few different words that she was trying to choose from. And then you went through this process yourself and you were able to narrow it down. So Can we big reveal? <laughs> what did you decide for your word for the year? Step. Step. Okay. What does that mean? <laughs> like literally step. Take a step. S-T- yeah. Right. Wow. Um, step. So when I think about my long-term goals and, you know, you're included in those and like, what, yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> do I want to, where do I see my life, you know, in yeah. the next five or 10 years? Um, it's really easy to go, oh gosh, I'll never get there. Right. Mm-hmm. But but I, what I want to do is take a step towards that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yay. Yeah. I'm so excited. And, and part of it, part of it does come from you because you know, like my, I push you a little bit. You do. <laughs> and my desire for perfection is like, I can't do something unless it's perfect. Yeah. Um, but maybe I can just take a step towards mm-hmm. just doing it. Right. Even mm-hmm. if it's not a hundred percent always perfect. Um, I think about reflecting in counseling the mm-hmm. last year, like, uh, one of the things that I've learned to stop and think about is like when I do something and you know more personally with my husband but I think we can apply it to all areas of our life when I do this action is that moving me in the direction that I want to go right is it moving me towards that person am I taking a step towards them when I say this Mm -hmm. when I do this or is it really making the gap between you and I bigger. Mm, That's so good. I love that. Well, I cannot wait to go through your process. I don't know what my word of the year is going to be, but I'm going to download this from our show notes, which is where you can find everybody. It's going to be in our show notes. Um, And that's where you can get this free resource of how you can create your word for the year. So even if you've already decided your word for the year, I'd really encourage you to still go through it because it might give you just a little more depth and like you were saying, how to make the most of it. Um, Exactly. And maybe ways to connect with other people who have chosen a word for the year as well. Yeah. All right. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We hope you find an awesome word for the year and uh, we will see you next week. Step by step. See you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Hey friend. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We're honored that you're sharing your day with us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That way you get a notification when new episodes are released. And Hey, we'd love for you to share this podcast with your friends and family. So make sure you do that. And remember, whatever you're going through, there's always enough grace for you today. So be sure to give it to yourself.